0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 106 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,139 on turnover of 3.9 billion NT$. The Taiex lost ground on Thursday as investor concern was heightened over the current geopolitical crisis and possible volatility on the global markets as the world's major central banks moved to raise interest rates. Market watchers say the financial sector came under heavy pressure following losses by financial stocks on Wall Street overnight due to concerns over the impact of the international sanctions on Russia and as investors opted to pocket gains from the previous session. President Tsai Ing-wen will be meeting with a visiting U.S. congressional delegation later today. The meeting will be taking place only hours after Tsai completes her mandatory self-isolation after being exposed to an individual who tested positive for the coronavirus. According to the presidential office, Tsai will receive the bipartisan group at the presidential office this morning and exchange views on issues of interest to both countries. The U.S. delegation is being led by ranking Senate Budget Committee member Lindsey Graham and comprises of six other lawmakers and their staff. It arrived in Taipei yesterday evening, and the American Institute in Taiwan says the Taiwan stopover is a part of a larger visit to the Indo-Pacific region. AIT also says the delegation will discuss Taiwan-U.S. ties and regional security, among other issues with Taiwanese officials during their brief visit. Now in international news, a man accused of the Brooklyn subway shooting in New York has been ordered held without bail. The APZ Donahue reports.
0: Frank James was brought into court in handcuffs. In court papers, prosecutors described him as a calculating shooter who wore a disguise and fired in cold blood at terrified passengers who had nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. James's attorney, Mia Eisner-Greinberg, says what happened was a tragedy, and it's a blessing it wasn't worse.
1: We are all still learning about what happened on that train, and we caution against a rush Judgment.
0: Greinberg says in cases like this, initial reports are inaccurate.
1: Mr. James saw his photograph on the news. He called Crime Stoppers to help. He told them where he was.
0: Prosecutors suggest James had the means to carry out more attacks. I'm Ed Donahue.
1: Heavy rains and flooding have killed at least 341 people in South Africa's eastern KwaZulu-Natal province, and more rainstorms are being forecast for the coming days. Officials said Thursday that the death toll is expected to rise as scores of people, including whole families, are missing. The floods have knocked out water and electricity to large parts of the city of Durban and the surrounding metropolitan area. And officials expect it will take at least a week to restore those services. President Cyril Ramaphosa has visited and is convening an emergency cabinet meeting to declare the floods a national disaster so that funds can be released to help repair the damage. And finally, sea urchins are dying across the Caribbean at a pace scientists say could rival a mass die-off that last occurred in 1983. Dive shops first began reporting the deaths in February, perplexing scientists and worrying government officials. They are receiving a growing number of reports about dying sea urchins from islands including Antigua, St. Lucia, Dominica, Saba, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as Cozumel in Mexico. Scientists warn the trend could further decimate already frail coral reefs in the region. Grazing sea urchins remove macroalgae, which can degrade coral reefs under stress, and the urchins also clear space for baby sea corals to attach to and grow.